Welcome to the Crap Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys. Hey look, it's the Wells. Usually. All of them. It All is. Wells. So, Wells. Yes. You, you've been up to some shit. What you been up to, man? Well, uh, a couple weeks ago, I, uh, me and the lady went on a nice little lovely trip to uh, the great city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga. On purpose. And on purpose, <laughs> yeah. And Why of for? course, it doesn't like count and, you know, me traveling to a place unless I at least hit up one brewery. Correct. So we hit up, what, three? Okay. And then one more on the way home. So that's cool. Um, Tennessee's laws are not as brewery friendly as North Carolina's are. I mean, but North Carolina has the best beer laws in the state or in the South, at least, you know, low bar. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, all in all, I was really impressed with Chattanooga. It seems like, uh, it's like a flat Asheville. I mean, just imagine like. Well, there's a backhanded compliment right but there. It's like, no, I still, love you guys. You're like a you're like a flat Asheville. If you've ever like we, in a day, we did five and a half miles walking. Yeah. So if you've ever done five and a half miles in Asheville, oh yeah, you're gonna feel it. Oh, for sure. I, I didn't quite feel it as much. So, um, congratulations. Good uh, job, flat Asheville. Yeah, good job, flat Asheville. The 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 beer scene over there isn't quite <coughs> there yet. I'd put them a good. Seven or eight years behind us. I was going to say, like Yazoo is kind of the big one there, isn't it? Nashville. We yeah, they're in Nashville. Okay. So uh, we hit up some of the locals. Did you go uh, to Chattanooga Brewing Company? No. Okay, that was the one. That, I've been there one time. And that was the place I went. We went to Wanderlinger, which had just turned one. Uh, they released in a, like a vintage of last year's Imperial Stout that they've been squirreling away. Okay. Wish they didn't do that. Um, Odd Story Brewing Company was by far like my standout location. I will go back there the next time I find myself in Chattanooga. I had a wonderful time. Awesome. Like the, we went twice. We wow. went there that afternoon and then like later on that night. Like, That's a, that says a lot. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like their bartender was like, you did come back. Like, look. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm in. Um, so... Big props to Odd Story. Love the hell out of their stuff. Uh, we went over to Hutton and Smith, which was just down the street from Odd Story. Big fan of that place, too. Okay. It reminded me a lot of OG Birdsong. Oh. Flat, flat Birdsong? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That one didn't land as well. I know. An evil petting zoo? So on the way back, of course, if you know GPS is rooting us through Atlanta... I might as well stop off at Monday night. Wait, so, what? Wait. Yeah, stopped off at the garage. At, <gasps> at, and it was fun. You know, it's a lot of their sours and stouts and not very many IPAs or not All right, as so, many. So. so question number one, is it, it a garage? Does it look like a garage? It looks like a warehouse. Looks like a warehouse. It, okay. it, it big. It big? But big shuffleboard, big big room, you know, uh, like a fermentary area, but I mean, they had just had a concert the night before. I think they okay. said like 2,000 people were there. Holy like, shit. That's big. Yeah, but they got like three bars to house all these people. And, you know, yeah, that's it, big. It, wasn't, um, it wasn't office chair, you know, couch cushion, but yeah. uh, you know, some other band. So how? It was of Montreal, actually. How? So, oh, okay. Hmm. I know who that is. Ah. Believe it or not. So how was it actually going there? Because, I mean, 
think about Monday night. We've had a shit ton of their beer on the show, mm-hmm. and we've had some bangers from them. So what was it like actually going there? Uh, super neat. Uh, fire pits outside. Um, very inviting. Um, big fan. We, we got such a good um, response. Just great service. The, the bartenders really took care of us. I and, and maybe it's because I did not mention that I'm on a podcast. I was about to say, did you Actually, say? You know, he, you know, here's 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 who I am. I mean, yeah. Really, the, the 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 sad part of it is like, um, oh damn it, I forgot his name because uh, my bra- beer brain is kicked in. But um, you know, they they send us stuff every now and then. Well, they probably would have welcomed you. Yeah, they I, send us stuff from the garage with like special nice packaging and everything. Well, I I just went there all nice and incognito. All right, cool. They had a a. a, a Pilsner aged in French oak barrels that was pretty damn tasty called Schwaka. Uh, they had the drafty kilt that we have had on the show numerous mm. times and variants of. Yeah. It was the cinnamon cocoa coffee, which Ooh. was not outstanding, but I it paired very well with the fire pit that we were sitting at. Yeah, I would say that that sounds right up my alley. But all in all, like of the I mean, I couldn't have spent all day there just because we were trying to get back and we got there like Right when they opened, like a little after eleven o'clock. Okay, but the fistful of cake um, is that, an imperial stout series that they had. Well, I had the German chocolate version, and it was just okay. just great. Okay, that's cool. you have my interest. Yes, that, that's that's interesting that they had that they were doing different variants. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I think the one I had was the like Italian wedding cake or something like that, and it was just kind of like eh, not 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 a. That exemplary, well, but a German chocolate cake one. I'm with Josh. Like that was that. And was, I hate chocolate, y'all. But I mean, a German chocolate. Let's be real. German chocolate cake. The actual chocolate part of it is just like a vessel yes. for the the icing. Yes. You know, it's true. just like yes, I'm eating corn chips, but it's really just a vessel for the salsa. Like I just need a way to get it to my mouth. Fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Vessel for my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So, so Monday night cool. To, is it worth the trip? Let's say Jeff decided tomorrow that he was off and he wanted to go to Atlanta. Is it worth look the track? <laughs> that's an eight hour. Yeah, that's why I'm that, asking. That feels like an overnighter. Well, yeah, obviously four hours down be. overnight, and then I would. I'll put it this way: Atlanta is now on my list of places to visit as a destination, uh, namely because I'd like to check out the main Monday night facility. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm a sucker for aquariums, and Atlanta has a great one. Yes, so they do. I'd. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend checking out the garage. Um, I'd, I would like to get back in 2020. So here's cool. hoping. Nice. All right. Uh, what else? I know you had something else you wanted to talk about. Perhaps a beer festival. Oh, yeah. So uh, locally, and, and speaking of uh, Charlotte beer, um, uh, Queen City Brewers Festival is an annual event that's happened. God, I, God, I mean, I remember when... <laughs> I, I got especially saucy with their organizer. No way. Well, once upon a time, because they were bringing in a contract brewer, uh, Kind Brewing. Do you remember them? Yes, oh, 100%. And oh, I'm like, yeah. but they're based in Charlotte. I'm like, yeah, but they don't get made in Charlotte. Thankfully, we have come a hell of a long way from those ugly early days because, you know, now we have, you know, two dozen breweries in Charlotte proper and probably another two dozen or so outside of the city. And it's hard for me to visit all these places on the regular basis. Right. So I, I look forward to QCBF every year because um, 
I, it's a good chance for me to check in on places that I haven't seen in a couple months, maybe places that I'm a little unsure of, or just they're outside of my normal day-to-day rotation. So that's, you know, happening again in a couple weeks or a couple months. Sorry. Um, it's uh, Saturday before the Super Bowl. You son of a bitch. I'm in. Well, that's perfect because yeah. I don't have anything else to do. What am I going to do? Watch the Pro Bowl? No, that's after the Super Bowl. But the Panthers... Bowl. Is it? I thought it was yeah, before it's, still. It's after. Mm. Okay. Because No, wait. You're right. It is before because the Super Bowl teams are exempt from it. That's right. But it's the week before. Mm-hmm. So it, yep. The, I'm not going... <laughs> the QCBF is the Saturday before the Super Bowl. Yes. In other words, Pro Bowl's already passed. As in, I will... Same weekend. Yes. Just a different day. But still, like... I've been to a few QCBFs. Yeah. I, I, I did the Bojangles one, one a couple of years ago. Um, the last few years has been at the Fillmore. Um, yet another venue shift this time. But where is it at this year? Oh, man. That's one of those things I should probably have in my active memory. That's, that's fine. I was say the one I did was a neighborhood theater. Oh, that's that was the OG times. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was tiny. There was like, and I, like Hardis had just released his book and he couldn't really leave his table. So I would go around and grab beers for him and bring him back. You're such a bitch. I am. It's fine. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's two, three and a half hour sessions. It's near Bojangles Coliseum. So it's super convenient for you to get to and yeah. in and out of. Um, right down the road. I don't know. I'll be doing first shift or first, uh, first session just because I don't know. Yeah. People well, and the other, the other thing to remember or, or to say in case people don't know is one of the asks for this festival is that people make a quote unquote super beer, like because it is technically the Saturday before the Super Bowl, make uh-huh. something big and crazy to bring. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so it could be some neat stuff. It, I mean, it, it's, it's a fun place, especially if you don't get out like me and you, Jeff, like, Instead of us, and especially you, living kind of in the outskirts that you live in, it's it, tough. It, it'd probably be a lot easier for you to go find some of these breweries just all in one local place yeah. than having to. Oh, for sure. It. There's a quantity of scale to, to yeah. be able to go and do something like that. And, you know, it's a lot of the beer festivals, and, and, and I know this is going to come off kind of beer snobbish, but I mean, you know, when it's the stuff I can just get on the shelf that doesn't necessarily excite me. Right. At the same time, like, I'm not sure I want the all rare beer thing that I'll never see again because that kind of, but it might be fun just to see what people are up to and, you know, something interesting. Plus, I mean, 50 bucks for a three and a half hour session. Like, that's not bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. I'll be hoping to see some of y'all there. It's uh, February 1st. So, do it to it. Do it to it. Uh, So, there's a couple of old Boston brewery or Boston beer people and Jester King folks that have decided that they're going to leave their former companies to start a Chicago brewing project. Fun. Yeah, I think it's cool. Okay. So we just cool. we leave Jester King, start a new place. Maybe they got tired of making Jester King beer. I mean, did it say what what this uh, lady is planning on making? No, not really. Just called keeping it together. Is the name of says the- her first beer is a three percent table beer. Oh, okay. 
Okay, Which, so it's the former Jester King head brewer. Looks like we'll be contract brewing out of Half Acre. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I, re- I mean, I just remember when um, Goose Island got bought and their former head brewer went off and started Off Color up in the Chicago area. That, yep. was, that turned out really well, so... That's very true. Yeah. I mean, I, I would suspect that she'll make really good beer. Here's so I mean, you. I mean, it's Jester King. Come on. You learn how to good make shit. beer from Jester King. Odds are, you, if you've been paying attention, you know what you're it'll doing. turn out. So I'm not going to go through this entire article. It's, oh, it's something on, that not? we're going to put. It's a good beer hunting article, and we all know those are basically mini essays. It's something that I'm going to link on the show notes, <clears throat> but it's something that Actually, I think both Jeff and I, it kind of clicked for us once we read this. Yeah, I'll just give like, you the headline. I'm not going to say that I completely agree, like on a personal level, that this is the path that I'm going. But I totally right. get, I totally get the angle here. Like sometimes, you know, it's it's so easy in the beer world or really like anything to to make these uh, like these crazy hot takes of just these. You know, it's it's like the. Uh, uh, much maligned, uh, unpopular opinion, which yes. is really just what everybody's thinking. You just, you know, are trying to get support of it. But, but this is an interesting take. Yes. And very much so. I'll, go ahead, Josh. All right. So the article is White Claw might be the only thing that can save craft beer from itself. To which I would say, after reading the article and all the points that I agreed with, I'm not sure that I ever saw the point made that White Claw is going to save craft beer. What I saw True. was what yes. I saw was a lot of really good, compelling arguments to say, you know, we've come to this place and and you know, after looking at the beers that we have tonight, like like I, I'm kind of like shielding my eyes, you know, I'm kind of in shame here a little bit. We have like some really really good but overly complicated beer yeah where the target market for white claw is just people that want to have fun yep like remember when drinking was fun and we didn't have to overanalyze and you know like i hate to sound like a super bowl you know ab commercial but like to a degree like you know we've all said in various occasions in different ways that we've kind of dialed back some of the extremism that we used to have yeah in this kind of beer industry but um yeah, it's real interesting, you know, that, that you know, it's, it's just like, you know, like when it says it's lime, it's going to have like, it's going to kind of taste like lime. Yep. He's like, at one point he's like, yeah, my, my tasting notes on this were, ooh, bubbles, you know, <laughs> ooh, bubbles. <laughs> which, you know, I mean like seltzer's gross. I'm sorry. You know, like, see, I love it. Mineral water, seltzer, like not the alcohol version, like just plain mineral water, plain seltzer water. I love that shit. Yeah, to me, it tastes like when the syrup runs out on the Coke machine. Like, that's gross. Carbonated water is gross. Okay. Um, I like, like a lot of things, I like the idea of liking it. I just don't like it. So, there's that. But, like, I get it. Like, we've made, we've, we, we keep pushing this envelope and we've gone so far down this path. Every day we stray further from God, right? Right. Like, we're so far down the path of extremism when it comes to beer, you know, quadruple dry hopped and or quadruple chocolate and double dry hopped and you know aged or a in fucking this. deconstructed donut that 30th anniversary from boulevard yeah. it was in like you know eight different barrels like where do you draw that line 
Yeah, and that's true. And I mean, real talk, if if it wasn't for the show, White Claw probably would have been something I would gravitate to because I love seltzer water. I love mineral water to begin with. So this is something to get me drunk. Okay, cool. I mean, other than the fact that you appreciate and like regular beer. Yeah. So what? I mean, you I'm buy not, some White Claw, like, I, I'm you not going to drink it because I can, I've already made it myself. I've, Bought mineral water and put out and put vodka in it. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. I've got White Claw. Fair enough. Yeah, this. Yeah, that's fair. But it, it, it makes a valid, interesting point. Like Jeff said, of you know, we have gotten so far up our own asses sometimes with some of this shit that sometimes the simple and well, up our ass is where shit comes from. The, the the easiest analogy that this article makes, and I think to me this is where it clicked, was it was comparing punk rock in the 70s to what it did to the music world can i can i just say as just a quick side yeah yeah when he's going through and explaining the music fans and how they have to over explain their music Uh uh-huh there were three to four people that popped into my head oh i'm sure and it probably the same people that you were thinking of too and i'm just like man you guys just need to shut up (laughs) shut up but that's talking heads is punk are <laughs> but that's kind of where this article to me where it clicked it made it the the analogy that white claw is basically quote unquote the punk rock version of modern drinking because it's something simple it's something basic and how basic is let's ferment fucking sugar in water right and add a Thank flavor you, to it yeah sure. it's basic in water that's it. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. and then let's carbonate like more. Fuck you. Like no. I seltzer is. I know read I've, the article. I've, read the article. I, I know you don't want to. I promise you it is worth the fucking read. I promise you. I, th- I think I just saw the scroll bar on this on my phone. I'm like TLDR. Yeah, I promise you read it. It's worth it. Is it? Yes. God, it is, is. going to make me change my tune on seltzer. No. And that's not the point. Okay. Cool. The point is to show you why it exists and why it is okay and why we shouldn't shit all over it. Oh, man. At least that's what I took away from it. I don't know about you, Jeff, but that's what I took away from it. Is it going to make me stop judging breweries that that add a heart? Okay, cool. 100% not. The the reality of it is this is not for you, but it's for some. Now, if you decide to let your musical inclinations align too closely, like I could see you getting a little butt hurt because of this article, but uh, I just kind of sat back and looked at it and kind of chuckled a little bit and went, yeah, I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yes, but also no. You know, like I, it's it's not going to end craft beer, but, you know, we're already seeing, a, you know, a, the start of a, a drive towards cleaner, simpler beer. You know, that one of those articles from a couple shows ago, Pulling all these different brewers, and what do they all want to have? They all want to have just a clean pilsner. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that that the rise of the the pilsner and the rise of the craft lager had been happening before seltzers came around. Like I just don't see it as a if then in this case. And I would agree with you. I like I said, I I promise you, it's worth it. It's maybe a ten minute read tops. For a good beer hunting article, it's not as long as I expected it to be once I got into it, which says a lot because, you know, you look at that scroll bar and you go, oh, God, what? And you, I got halfway through it. I'm like, oh, 
Okay, I, I kind of get where they're coming from here. A little bummed that I didn't do my homework on this one, then I apologize. Yeah, it's fine. So well, speaking of, did you do your homework on Pace Top 25 Beers of the Decade? No. Sure didn't. That's fine. Because we're going to go through them. All right, cool. Uh, Best beers of 2010. Here is the surprising part. We have had a good chunk of these beers. That's not surprising. We've, we drink a lot on this show. Well, because, well, to be fair... And, and good on them. We're going to make a beer list based only on the things that we've had. Yes. I mean, it's not like, you know, people talking about KBBS, not KBS, but, you know, the yes. wow, drop things. But it's, you know, here are things that are relatively attainable. So, cool. Really looking forward to trying this out. So, Josh, want to start us off? Yeah. The first one up is the Austin Beer Garden Brewing Company, the Industrial Pilsner. Industry Pilsner. Industry Pilsner, sorry. Reading, pour reading's hard. Yeah, it is. Are you going to pour that last beer, Slacker? No. Nah. It's waiting for y'all to catch up. It's usually, by, it's usually by this this point in the in the, the recording session that I got to like take a break, sit my cup down, you know, because... Yeah. Tanqueray and Chronic, yeah, I'm fucked up now. Well, and y'all are way behind, typically. Typically. Well, yeah, so that's true. Uh, next one up is, of course, the greatest in my argument the greatest beer that kind of started the whole hazy trend to begin with the alchemist how is how is focal banger and i'm assuming that hetty's going to show up at some point nope so you're going to tell me that the alchemists i'd rather have focal banger than hetty to be honest with you i do not disagree with you at all however however when we're talking about the best beers of the 2010s that's Effectively, a couple years prior to us starting the show, but the the show breath, I don't see Focal Banger as anywhere near as influential. Really? Okay. By a long shot. Okay. Because when people go to a bottle share, like Whales for Wishes, people love to bring Hetty Topper. But Nobody this isn't like the most influential. This is our 25 favorite beers. Oh, I see. So so this is the like, hey, we made a list and we're going to do some things to piss you off. My bad. Yep. Sorry. Didn't realize this was Thrillist. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's Pace. Same thing. I like Pace. <laughs> Flavored Pace. The one with the glitter. Oh, man, that's good Pace. Mm. Have we had this cool ship from Allagash? Nope. This okay. particular one or any cool? I mean, yeah, like I know we've had cool ship beers. I'm trying to think. Have not from Allagash. Okay. We really have. We really have done Allagash a disservice on the show. Yes, we have. I will not argue that point. Have we had Allagash White? Nope. And we've talked about that multiple times Holy on this microphone. Crap. Yep. Never had it on the show. Mm. I know we've all had it multiple mm. times. We. Yeah. Uh, the. Brew Gentleman, General Braddock's IPA. No, hadn't had that one. Haven't heard of that one either. From from Braddock, Pennsylvania. Awesome. I really need to travel to Pennsylvania. <laughs> Burial One made it. The Separation of Light and Darkness. Mixed culture. God, that is gorgeous art, though. It, that, why do you think I have so many burial cans up there? Because they all look the same and you can't remember which one you already had? <laughs> no, you do realize you have two of the same one right here, right? Which one? This, uh, uh, I can't even read it. Something, something. One's a bottle, one's a can? Is that the one you're talking about? No. Okay. Who cares? All right, fine. Maybe not. Creature Comforts. Tropicalia. Tropicalia. Which, which I thought was decent. I mean, it's not bad. Creature Comforts makes some good shit. Indeed. 
the anniversary ale from Firestone Walker, which, ooh, buddy, those are some. some I finally found a Firestone Walker barrel aged beer that I will not touch. Oh, the uh, Stormy Darkness? No. Oh, yeah, I would say they, that one's. Oof. They did a double rum barrel aged beer that, like, I had a short pour of and I never wanted it again. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's unlike them. I but, know. I know. Like, but, but boy, I smelled it. Uh, uh, this one cracked me up and I'll tell you why. Okay. So I remember the, it was the first or second Whales for Wishes. I can't remember which one it was. I brought this beer. I bought it for $6 online and what? I had no fucking idea. Was it how the BA a, one? Do it. Were you sure it was the BA one? It might have just been the plain one, but yeah. still. And you guys were all like geeking out, but like I got this and I'm like, I paid six dollars for it. But anyways, Fremont Brewings, Dark Star in this case, it's the bourbon barrel aged variant of it. It's it would be easy to get it confused because almost all of them look the same except for some like very small, you know, incursive right. like, oh, this is Spice Wars. I don't want that. Yeah. I know I I know it was a Dark Star, I just don't remember if it was BB eight or not. And, yeah. Six dollars seems a little cheap for for that one, but Fremont's got a cute little tap room too out in Seattle. Do they? Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Funky Bruda's maple bacon coffee porter. Funky that's what? A, Funky Bruda. Funky Bruda. Funky Bruda. I Funky Bruda. Them. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, that's that, that one. one tastes like breakfast. This one tastes like breakfast. They were bought by Constellation. Is that right? Cool. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <sighs> God, I hate you both so much right now. Uh, right now. Yeah, I'm not the one that can't talk. Words are hard sometimes, okay? Clearly. Great Notion Brewings, their Ripe IPA. Haven't heard of this one. Portland. Trying to recognize companies that impacted large portions of the 10-year period. Okay. So basically, this beer did really good in a blind tasting, and they remember it. Yeah. But hey, that's fair. Uh, Green Check Beer Companies, their Radiant Beauty IPA. Green Cheek. Cheek. Look. If this is going to be correct, Josh, because he can't read right now. I'd like to welcome everybody to Correct Josh Craft Cast. You can Cor- hit us up on our website at correctjoshcast.com. Just fuck off and read the rest. They're on. They're going to be on the website. Hill Farmstead Brewery's Arthur. Did we have Arthur? Or was that the one that Chris drank for himself? That was the one Chris drank for yeah, himself. Yeah, okay, that sounds about right. Yeah, we got the crap one, and then he brought us the Phil, Har- Phil Harmstead. Damn it. Phil Harmstead? <laughs> it's communicable. Jackie O's Spirit Beast, blend yes. of stouts and barley wine style ales brewed with honey and walnuts aged in bourbon and brandy barrels. Okay. okay. I'll admit I'm ridiculously intrigued by this, even though Jackie O's like does not do it for me the way it does it for some of my friends. Yeah. Gotcha. Which makes like going to a bottle share kind of intolerable. <sighs> Ooh, Chester King, Jesse atrial rubicite. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Oh. Why are there two? Two Hefeweizens. Okay, cool. Or a vice beer and a Hefeweizen. Yeah, one's from Live Oak and then Urban Chestnut. Schnickel Fritz. I've had that. It's real good. I like Urban Chestnut stuff. I think I brought a couple onto the show and you all were kind of like, nah, it's not okay. I mean, it was okay. I I would be interested in that the white beer. Okay. I'll keep my eyes out uh, when I'm back in uh, a couple weeks. Main beer's lunch. Always uh, always that thing that every... You know, it's like, to me, main beer lunch is 
kind of almost the epitome of my current beer mood. It was that thing that we all were like dying to find for so long. And now I walk in and it's been sitting on the shelves for a month. Yep. If not longer. Than like that. I remember this beer would hit and it would be gone in hours. I'll remember when dinner would come on draft around Hell here and yes. everybody lost their flipping minds for it. Yeah. I mean, look. That being said, main beer, lunch, damn good beer. Keep going, Josh. Perennial Artisan Ales Abraxas. Yep. That's a damn good beer. You see that at a lot of bottle shares. Freem. Freem. I don't think we've had their Hellas. I'll have to get on that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, ooh. Yeah. That, that I mean, sounds good. Look, Freem to me is one of the the best new breweries that I've that we've had on the show. I mean, yeah. you know, there's a couple of new places like El Segundo's another one that comes to mind where, you know, like they've just really impressed the hell out of me with everything that they've made. Yep. Uh, Freem did have that like Belgian stout, which I just feel like is a bad style. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, this is the one Russian river I don't think I've had. What? Excuse me, had that I can remember off the top of my head outside of obviously Pliny the Younger, but I yeah. don't remember having beautification. Is that ringing any bells for you? Yeah, I mean, I've had all the Asians. Okay. You probably but would have avoided it. Supplication is my jounce. Yeah. Beautification is good. Side project. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, good luck ever getting one of those, right? Right. Because this is the one that they like sell out and then everybody's selling them on the, the side market. Sierra Nevada hazy little thing. Yeah, I'm very curious to see what your opinion is on this one. Well, I like it. And I think it's it's a quality hazy IPA made on a large scale, which is really hard to do by nature. Yes. So the that fact that Sierra Nevada can do something that, look, I don't think can compete with like super small breweries, but like with a heist or yeah, but, but for doing it at the scale they're I mean, damn, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's real nice. Oh, I can do that. Treehouse Julius. Hope you like orange juice. Cause it's got it. I mean, not like actual, but it's tasty. Might as well. (laughs) Triple crossing. Yeah. I haven't heard of this one. Not ringing any bells to me, at least. I have not been to Triple Crossing. That's on my list. Um, we will be there. Oh, God, I guess I'll have, after this show airs, I'll have, I will be able to talk about my Triple Crossing experience. All right. Yeah. Uh, this one really surprised me. Not at all. Why, why should the Westbrook Goza being on this list surprise you? I don't know. I Wait, guess look, because that's... It's, it, other than, it's either that or it's going to be Mexican cake. I, I felt like Mexican cake should have been the one, to be honest with you. Well, where would you say this Westbrook Goza lands in the world of kind of kickstarting the Goza movement? I mean, that was it. Yeah. I mean, For a long time, that was it. Yeah. Now, not to say that, you know, everybody copied the playbook. There was, it, a, there was a German brewery that was making them and you could still find, you know, those bottles still. I mean... Goza was almost an extinct style. Westbrook said, hey, we're going to make a Goza. It was a little salty, it's, mind it's, it's you. Very it's, it's very salty. A little salty? But but look, they put that sucker in cans and killed it. Like, yeah. what What do I want? Like, at you know, when I'm at the beach, give me like a six-pack of Goza, and I'm set. All right, fair. 
it, I mean, I don't know. I just thought Mexican cake would have been I, the one. But, it, I, yeah, but you know what? But, I, but in terms of influence. But it's not the one that's most influential, Josh. I would argue that it is. Jeff. I, I mean, for, for better or worse, Westbrook's goes a prove that American breweries can make a traditional German style relevant. Okay. Like that, that stuff was on its way out and Westbrook's like, hi, look at us. And now everybody's doing a damn goza. Who was well, doing it before Westbrook? And, and that's Nobody. why I would argue Mexican cake because who was Same. really making spice stouts before yeah. then? And now everybody's got <clears> one. I, I, you know, and again, maybe it's just the regionality and I'm sure there, there are and were others. Bomb might be, uh, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't consider bomb and cake in the same like. Nah, I wouldn't either. Quite the same, but you know, as far as a peppered stout goes, there wasn't a whole lot of Abraxas, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I don't think that was near. I don't think that got nearly as much play as Mexican cake did. <clears throat> oh, the next one up, Wicked Weeds, Golden Angel. I don't okay. remember having that one to be honest, but I remember when Mark would get so jazzed up over the angel releases yes. and he would go and he would get all of them and yeah. they I mean, were like, good was, no, no. until that one batch of golden angel that was not good and they're like oh don't worry about it just just put it on your shelf and age it for like a year and this off flavor will disappear spoiler alert it didn't, didn't. yeah I don't, that doesn't really come as a surprise yeah but yeah, I mean, I can remember a couple of the angels, but that one didn't necessarily click. I mean, white angel, red angel, golden angel, black, black angel. angel, dark like. angel was probably my favorite. It was well, one with the cherries in it, I think. Thought that was anyway. Yeah, I thought that was black angel. Was it black angel? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Dark angel wasn't that a TV show? <laughs> that may be what I'm thinking of. Mm, it was what I'm thinking of too. But I mean, hey, it was a fun list, and like I said, we have yeah, had black a, angel. You're right. Yeah good chunk of those beers or at least some form of their variants on the show yeah which, it, which was kind of a cool reminder to think about how long we've been doing this yeah how much a lot of the 2010s when are we gonna we do a top 25 article hmm. well we are going Trying to be to doing our, our up our end of the year as we always do top five ish beers so be and prepared let for me that. Know, is that going to be the next recording so i know to actually do it you might want to you might want to start work now Okay. Does cool. it, do we do that the last recording, or is that the first one of the new year? Oh, uh, it could go either way. So I mean, I kind of feel well. Yeah. You know, I feel like it should stay be stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> we'll this see. is this is all great, compelling conversation, isn't right it? Now. Why uh, don't we take a break? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, we'll be back in thirty. We're back. We're back. Uh, bye, no, bye, Jeff. Yes, that is my name. Congratulations. Well, no, I'm trying oh, to decide. We've only been doing this thing for like six years. I'm trying to Thanks decide. for getting my name right. Oh, fuck off. You're great, Josh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I really we're going to do bye, no, bye right now, which Drosh. is Drosh. We're going to talk about uh, the beer that we've been drinking throughout the show. Uh, this is show two, so it's a little more uh, sloppy. Yep. And uh, also, Wells has been slapping people. Uh the beers we've been drinking through the show, would we buy them? Would we spend our money on it? You know, because none of this, like, you know, 3.75 stars in a vacuum. Like, I'll tell you right now, am I going to buy it or am I not going to buy it? And every now and then there's some that get a little bit close, but we're still going to commit one way or the other. 
Uh, would I spend my money on this again or not? And then after we get out of that, we'll talk about I'd tap that, uh, the beer that we'd like to have on our keg. Uh, if we had a keg of, uh, of any one of these beers, which one would it be? Um, Spoiler alert. It's not the first one. Um, yeah, and uh, in the meanwhile, uh, you know, thanks for making it this far in the show. Josh and I have this bet on whether or not people actually tune out at this point. Yeah, um, I'm 90 percent sure they do. And if you do, like, I get it. But if you don't, like, thanks for sticking around. Uh, you know, hit our Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash/CraftBeerCast, uh, or you know, honestly, like, if you want to send us beer and we can have it on the show, and like, a lot of times we'll send beer back. And I say a lot of times, being most of the times. Um, Hit us up. Uh, email us uh, contact or craftbeercast.com. Uh, or hate mail. Or hate mail at craftbeercast.com. Or you can uh, slide into Josh's DMs at CBcast. Uh, he'd be happy to work some stuff out. But I mean, you know, we can we can make stuff happen. We got local stuff here. You got local stuff there. Let's let's do some trades. Yeah, you let's know? talk. Good times. What do you have that's great in your market, man? We'd love to have it. But uh, at any rate, let's get back to the beer on hand. In the first one, uh, actually, you could argue two out of three of these are our market because they are. Uh, first one is, uh, so from high wire and, and we love high wire and uh, it's a 10 W 40 and we love 10 W 40, but, 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 but this one, um, this one raised some eyebrows and, uh, hilariously, um, both Josh and Wells like texted the group text within like five minutes of each other with this beer in hand. This is the jelly donut 10 W 40. It's an Imperial stout. It's brewed with vanilla, chocolate, boysenberries, which Josh loves. I fucking love, and that's he, why I jumped all over this. But he hates blackberries, even though they're the same thing. Boysenberries, sweet cherries, deconstructed donut glaze, a.k.a. sugar, and lactose. And um, so, yeah, they both kind of texted at the same time. Wells was like, hey, I'm look about to I got buy my, this blind. Look, look what I got my hands on. And Josh is like, oh, I've got one, too. Don't do it. It's bad. Yeah, but how bad is it? And I've been waiting two weeks to have the answer to that question. So that and is here we are. the big question. How bad is it, Jeff? Well, it smells like a donut. It um, tastes gross. Um, I don't know if it's the, it can't be the lactose in there. Something in there is like cutting out, it's like thinning out the beer almost. And I, maybe Wells has got a better way to describe this. I, I just, no, maybe it's the I cherries. Don't. It's, it's like drying it out on me. And I like, I just don't, I don't like it. Now that being said, I'm not a jelly donut. Like that's not what I go for. So maybe your mileage may vary if you like jelly donuts, but I'm going to guess no. Okay. And it's a big no buy for me. Well, the well, last time a brewery released a beer that I would say made the entire brewery jump a shark was the Voodoo Donut releases from Rogue. Yep. I, I, that, I, tr- I tried some of those and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to look at every future Rogue purchase, purchase through this lens. Like, do you deserve any more of my money after that? voodoo donut whatever and i'm looking at high wire the exact same way now this is colossally disappointing um it is diabetes sweet it is a uh, there's so much going on that nothing happens i i don't like this beer i mean it's it's i'm just disappointed i'm not mad i'm just just disappointed disappointed. yeah yeah there's that yeah congratulations high wire 
Thanks. I hate it. All right. Now, are you guys ready for the fun story? Oh, oh, gosh. There's more? I had two other of these. I bought this in a four-pack. God. I dumped the other two. Just just dumped it? You didn't even like... Nope. Didn't oh, even bother with it. I, I took a couple of sips of the, well, the man, first one. Well, man, thanks for saving this one for us. I took a couple of sips of the first one, and I was like, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. No. I let it sit. I let it open up for a little bit. Went back to it and went, this is fucking disgusting. And then Well sends me that text and I'm like, nah, brah, just don't even fucking bother. I'm saving one. Don't worry. I'll save one for the show. Yeah. Like, I'm oh, saving- God, that's how you know it's bad. Yeah. I'm saving one. So you motherfuckers know, like, have to deal with it too. It's 50 with Josh because sometimes he's like, I'm saving one for the show. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. And usually I can tell by the style. When he said he was saving one of these, I'm like, oh, dang. Yeah. This is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. You son of a bitch. I'm out. And here's the sad, all right. I'm ahead up. <laughs> here's the sad part. Like Wells just hit the nail on the head, and Jeff and I had this conversation. He thinks I'm crazy. Uh, Highwire now is very I, suspect. Like, all of a sudden, I, like, I, I, what I the like, fuck are you doing? So, so Me- what's, what's, the, the Mexican hot chocolate was fine, but man, what is this 10W40 series doing? Because that Palo Santo was so good. Yes, and the German chocolate cake was not my favorite. No. This is the maple salted maple one was not great. Like, here's what what are you doing? So, Stop it. So, here's where I would say I think the cautionary tale for me is on 10W40. It's base beer, or I'm gonna have to take a really like fourth look at it before I commit to it. Okay, fair. Um, I definitely don't want any like adjunct, like, like to your point, um. When it is Palo Santo, when it's just like a wood treatment, like a barrel treatment, mm, cool, treatment. all day long. But when you start throwing adjuncts into 10W40, I get a little unhappy. Um, Very unhappy, yeah. especially this one. This this but, has to be the fucking worst out of all of them. But I will, I will, I will also counter that and say some of their regular offerings are as good as they've ever been. Strongman is amazing this year. Yeah, maybe I need to get one of those next yeah. this I mean, weekend like, to I just, kind of redeem myself. Coming soon, Jelly Donut Strongman. Oh, fuck off. Well, they've got the fuck raspberry right one. off. There's like a raspberry, it's like raspberry latte one this year. Uh, and I'm just like, nah. Stop it. But I mean, unfortunately, again, this is the market that we've asked for. We ask these breweries to continue to innovate because we don't have the same beer twice. But and it's like the the... What's the Jurassic Park line like? They were so concerned about whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think about whether or not they should. And this was a like, so so. What's going to be funny here? So I'm going to segue. Uh, Josh is a no buy. Yeah, hundred percent. So we're going to sit here. We're going to bellyache about this beer and how you should not do this kind of thing. And then we move into the next beer. Uh huh. The universe is a donut from mm-hmm. Divine Barrel. Yeah. An imperial, stout, an imperial stout brewed with over 50 pounds of glazed donuts from your mom's donuts. Literally, in Charlotte, we have a donut place yes. called Your Mom's Donuts. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, very. Uh, I get, if there was ever a, a, an appropriate use of the term artisanal donut, I feel like your mom's fits that bill. Like, I was in there one time. The guy was like, yeah, this is like uh, pork belly that I smoked myself and on a pig that I slaughtered with my bare hands. Whoa. And I'm just like, that's fucking metal, bro. That, that explains why this is like a $4 donut. Um, 50 also, that pounds, sounds delicious. 50. Yeah. Donuts sound great right now. <laughs> 50 pounds of donuts and lactose, uh, then heavily dosed with villain coffee, espresso beans, vanilla and cocoa nibs. And Terry loves his nibs. Uh, secondary. Um, 
damn, this is good. As much as I hated that jelly donut, 10W40, I love this beer. And yes, this is the appropriate response this time, Josh. I know what I'm doing. Um, man, this is, this is just all the right kind of good stuff for me. Well, I'm not really sure how much donut specifically I'm getting out of this. Not a ton. I'm getting a whole bunch of espresso. Yes. Um, geez, I, I want to wake up to this every morning. Just like crack one open and pour it in my coffee cup and let's go. I'm, I'm a buy. This is, I mean, divine barrel just knows what they're doing with their dark beer, you know, and there's a part until of me, proven otherwise, there's a part of me that has like, um, like Baptist Stockholm syndrome where I'm like, yeah, but if you like put that in a barrel, but you know what? I don't want that in a barrel. I want it just like this. No barrel age. No cool. Barrel age. cool. So no quadruple barreling the uh, quintuple this year. Okay, whichever. Which we're I I don't think we ever found a bottle because none of us were really that concerned about yeah. having a beer that had barrel aged salt in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, but you can really taste. Them. Speaking of jumping the shark, <laughs> yeah, that's for another show, Josh. The best part of waking up is some divine barrel in your cup. I'm damn straight. This is fucking delicious. You hate coffee like a monster. I don't like cold pressed coffee. I just don't like hot coffee. Hot coffee's gross. Cold coffee's gross. No, it's not. Cold pressed coffee is fucking delicious. Cold pressed coffee is delicious. Cold coffee is gross. No, cold pressed coffee cold is fucking delicious. Hot coffee is gross. <sighs> All right, I'll uh, let you order in front of me at Starbucks then. Like I'm going to Starbucks. Like I'm going to Starbucks. I'll just make that shit at home, man. But yeah, this is fucking great. This is fantastic. And it is really fucking sad that we just railed on one brewery for basically making the same goddamn beer. But it's not the same beer. But the difference. This is not the same beer. Okay, it's like right. they were going for the same thing and one of them hit and one of them missed. Wildly. Yeah. Wildly missed. It's like if you've ever seen that picture that's got like all the different designs of uh, a swing on a tree and it's like. You know how the engineer designed it, yes, how the project yeah. yep, manager yep, yep, described yep, 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 yep. it, and like all that. Like th- this is this is the difference, right? Divine barrels is what the customer actually wanted. Yes, I'm not sure which of those stupid amalgamations this 10W40 jelly donut is. If anybody at Divine Barrel happens to be listening now, and if they're thinking of variants for this for next year, uh, please do not make the universe is a jelly donut. Thank you. It seems like it'd be a actually, good idea. Actually, no, maybe they should because. Ugh, Maybe whatever. they get it. All right. Anyways. Maybe they'll get it right. Very small batch, only for Wells. Final beer up. Final beer up. Uh, so Wells was talking about going to Monday Night Brewing's garage. And uh, while he was there, he uh, apparently thought too highly of himself and got a bottle of the Overnight Celebrity. See what I did there? Womp womp. You're a celebrity. I get it. Yeah. Um, this is a maple bourbon barrel aged imperial porter with espresso. Exp- I almost said espresso. Espresso beans. Espresso. Try and make fun of Josh too much. That's what you get, motherfucker. Yep. Espresso beans and coconut. Um, Wells made the comment before we started that this one is, he said, I hope you like breakfast. And I do. Um, and man, this is like, it's just like if you had good coffee at the Waffle House, you know, like, that maple's real nice. I'm not getting a ton of coconut, but that's okay. Like I'm not it's, getting any coconut. It's it's okay. This is a really really good beer. It shouldn't be surprising because it's the garage and it's Monday night, and you know that tends to be a, a winner. Um, it is a ton of maple. There's no doubt at all. Like I feel like my lips are getting sticky just from drinking this. But ooh wee ooh wee. Um, I don't I I don't mind that at all. This is real good. I'm a big solid buy on this one. Wells? 
this toes the line of how much maple is too much maple. Okay. Uh, we're, we're on the, okay, cool. I can swallow this side of things. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I almost got Josh to spit his beer. <laughs> God damn. I, I like it. This is smooth as hell for an 11 and a half Please don't vape your beer. But, but boy, oh boy, is this one maple forward. I'm not getting jack for coconut. I'm getting some really good espresso and a load of maple. But uh, I'll buy it. You know, I, I, I did three times, I guess. Yeah. Once there and two bottles to go. And here Excellent. we are. Josh. Yeah, there is no coconut here. I don't taste it. But <clears throat> if there it's, is, it's hiding under the maple. I mean, the, yeah. maple, the maple flavor may be killing it out. It's a very, 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 very sweet beer. Yes. And that might be where that coconut is. It may just be in there in that just like sweet zone. Very possible. But it's getting masked because that maple bourbon is just like oppressive. And so here is where you can tell we've had a lot of maple beers on the show. And we have. We kind of like them for the most part. For the most part. We're we're like, I'd say uh, 70, 70, 30 probably. And and it seems like at least I'm pretty sure the three of us are maple connoisseurs. In other words, like you're not buying the cheap bottle of Mrs. Butterworth's maple syrup. You're buying the real deal shit. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but there is a clear difference in... And I'm just talking maple syrup here and how it feels on your teeth versus yep. the fake shit. Yeah. Yeah, this is real. This is fucking there, real. There's no joke about this at all. This is so maple forward. I could drizzle this on fucking pancakes and be the happiest man. Man, like life. reduce this down a little bit. Oh, good mean, God. I'm looking at the rest of this bottle and I know it, it's going to stay here, but I'm just like, man, if I'm you. Yeah. Y'all still doing that keto bullshit? Because yeah. like. Get you some keto cakes. I kind of know is that a thing. I'm sure it is, but that that would be an insult to this beer. <sighs> Fair this deserves a good fluffy pancake for it. But I will agree with Wells. We are towing the line of how much maple I could stand. Like I can't just drink maple syrup straight. Not not that dude. But good thing it wasn't catsup. Oh, catsup. This is just fucking delicious. I will absolutely buy this. So Jeff, now what? All right, so we talked about I tap that. Uh, what would we like to have on tap? And uh, my universe is a donut. Absolutely. I mean, that that's that is one of that may be one of my favorite divine barrels. Um, I, I'd have to. The problem is I'd say have that a bunch. A, I, about I a bunch to, of divine barrel, which is not a bad thing. I would have to pick one of their West Coast IPAs, and I'm not sure I could. Pick one. The question is, would I go in and order that over a West Coast? And the answer is, I think I might. Um, wow that that is that is something special. That is uh, that first bottle they put out. Like if they had to put this in it, um, or if they do, of course it's a can, so they're not gonna. But um, this was fantastic and amazing, big time. Love that one, Wells. I try to. My mom really loves Imperial Stouts. Uh, barrel aged stouts especially but every now and then I, I try to put a little like you know squirrel away a couple cans for of, of this and that and the other thing uh, and the universe is a donut is one that I squirreled away for her and had a feeling she was going to love and got the report back on Thanksgiving she did love it awesome and I mean 
I knew she would because I love this beer too. Yeah. Uh, I am all over the universe as a donut. The overnight celebrity was solid. Oh, for sure. That is one of the smoothest 11.5% that I've had. Yep. But boy, that, that sweetness was just a little too much for me. And I really like the espresso forward uh, donut. I, the universe is donut. I don't want to talk about the other one. We're not going to. Yeah. Josh, I, where I are you wonder been? if, you know, I, I wonder. Likewise, I, I don't know that I could get through a whole bottle of overnight celebrity on my own. It's a good share bottle. That Maybe for that universe, like yeah. So I'm like, not gonna whoa. lie. This this is a tough fucking call right now because those last two are some banger fucking beers. Heck yeah. I mean, oh what? Damn. Not not the ten W forty? No. No no no. I'm gonna have to go with the universe as a donut, but it was what, really what really fucking tough because that overnight celebrity. Damn Gina, that's fantastic. It's so good. So, Ooh, so good. It's definitely one of those where um, not being tapped is not indicative of being a bad beer. Right. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, I, even then I'm looking at this going, this is a 10.5% stout. It's amazing. Universe yeah. is is crazy. Yeah. Mm. So I think we've hit most of the shit. Yeah, we hit our stuff. You know, our patreon.com slash craftbeercast or website craftbeercast.com. Hit Josh up on the Twitters at CBCast if you want to. Uh, we're playing around this idea of a Discord server. Uh, if you're one of those people that's online all the time and you, uh, you're you on the Discord and you, you want to hang out, um, Josh and I are pretty much on there all the time. Yep. Or, you know, it's it, we're... Or at least idle on there. Yeah, we're at least idle. And then, you know, like when I see the, when I see the little red dot on my screen, I'm like, oh, okay, uh, let's go see what's going on. And I go check it out because I'm addicted to it. So there's that. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in uh, joining up on that, uh, hit Josh up on the Twitters at CBCast. Uh, Wells, where can they find you? At all the Wells on the Instagrams and sometimes the Twitters. The InstaTwits. InstaTwits. Josh, where are you, man? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend. Don't forget about our subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. Ooh, it's a lot of shit. Uh, and like Jeff said, if you want the Discord link... Uh, Honestly, our plan is probably at some point to do kind of a bonus episode. So if you've been on the fence about being a Patreon person, this may get you off the fence. And it's not going to be specifically about beer. It's kind of the basic idea. Yeah, we got a lot of ideas. You know, and honestly, like maybe the Discord server is a good place to kind of talk real time with us. And like, here's some things that I'd be interested in seeing. You yeah. know, like it's, you'd have unfettered access to us. Yeah, exactly. At least for the time being, we may regret this. Yes, very true. Other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.